What do you reckon, Dino? Like, I, I, I never thought I'd see a, a Darren Weir replica. There, he's a, was a once-in-a-hundred-year sort of rise, but these guys have jumped into his stable and, and galloped away with it again. I think they needed Darren Weir to show them that you, know, that you can mm. do it on that sort of magnitude. I think they're very savvy. Uh, I think it's a, 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 a probably... I think the growth of Darren Weir's stable happened so quickly and uh, not disorganised, but it, it, it took... Uh, the Darren Weir experience for them to say, okay, we need this corporate structure. They've got a CEO. They've got mm. you know, they've got the next level of uh, development, and it's like the Godolphin operation, if you like, but without uh, you know without a sheik heading it. It's uh, it, it, they're very very savvy, and uh, I think Kieran Mars, the uh, genius that sees things, and Dave Eustace is the man that gets things done every day of the week, and between them, they're an unreal operation. I think they're. What they've done well is that they've put terrific people around them. And I think Cole McKenna plays a major part. I don't know if he set up this business and he said, well, I'll back you guys in and it's your name, and but we'll put the CEO in, we'll put a bloodstock manager in and we'll go and hunt and, and, and chase success. I'll ask Marie and all Dean and all you guys this. So there's, there's this idea that Amanda Elliott and others had to have a training nirvana in the north of Melbourne to attract international stables. So an international stable can have annexes all around the world. Is Kieran Ma Dave Eustace the first stable that that's imaginable? That, that they could actually have a global stable? Like, could they have 20 and work at Newmarket? Could they have... Uh, they just seem to have no ceiling on what they can do. Why would is you it have possible? 20 and work at Newmarket and race for a tenth of the prize money? Uh, just, well, why would Coolmore <laughs> have an international racing... Well, just because the world is there. You know, like uh, there's Japan. There's, is it possible they could burst beyond Australia, Dean, if, if, it, if it made any sense to do so? Oh, they're always thinking that way maybe with the jumpers, so uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they did, yeah. Marie, you've, have you worked closely with Kieran and David? Because they tell me Kieran's uh, he's just got that. You can't teach his ability around a horse. He can look at a horse and say, well, doesn't need any work. Give it another lap. One of those yeah. Um, yeah. brilliant horsemen. Yeah, absolutely. Brilliant horseman and he's come through that, you know, training jumpers phase and he doesn't just train jumpers now. He trains yeah. young horses, older horses, still the jumpers. He's just a really good horseman and he is a little bit, um, I guess you could say, aloof and a little bit relaxed in his demeanour. But I think that flows on to his staff and his horses as well. Yeah. He's not easy to get along with. He's one of those geniuses who I find... I mean, I don't get on with everyone, Gareth, but do you find that, Dean, that his heart is a... He's because he's a... Uh, Dan, do you know much about him? He's, he's a tricky one to tap into, Kieran Ma, a little bit. Well, I think it's uh, anyone that's professional, you've got to find... See, this is where you've got to learn. I know you'll scratch <laughs> this. You've got to find the right time to talk to someone about certain things, yeah. you know? I mean, if they're the last two horses going to the starting stalls before the Melbourne Cup, I don't reckon you should be trying to ring Matt Hill. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. and I think that the timing I'll, of it... I'll note that down. <laughs> no, you don't put notes down. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? And I think you find him in the right environment. He's a terrific bloke to have a mm. chat with because we all need to let her hair down, so to speak, mm. and relax. And it's in that environment that when you are relaxed, you can also take some more in. But there's a time for everything. When you're focused, you've got to remain focused, yeah. otherwise you run out of your and lane. Cutting off his hair, it didn't, Sam, it didn't do the Samson thing. I thought he cut off his hair, I thought he might lose all his powers, but he's still going no, to No, he's gone to another level, hasn't he? Mm. No, and I think, say, if you talk here in a track work, obviously not the right time to stop and have a chat with him about certain horses, but, you know, if you see him 
after track work or, you know, trainers are notoriously poor with their time, but at a time that suits Kieran, he'd, he'd give yep. you a heap of information yep. and happy to have a chat. And the same as Dave Eustace too. They're very good with yep. their time yep. when it suits them as they have to be. Dave Eustace is a rep. I interviewed him at a race meeting at Werribee in front of a, a group of people. And, um, geez, he spoke so well and he's ambitious himself. He knows what he wants. He's got goals. He's got aspiration. He, he's learned a lot from Kieran, but I think he understands how it's not just a, it's a, it's a massive business. And, um, yeah, I think he, he's, he's got a big future but as well. Declan Dec- Mar is a big player as yeah. well. They complement each other, don't they? Um, 